And we are live! I was enjoying the music then. Our. <laughs> oh, before we start, look who's in. Who's in? Well, we haven't waved. Jackie! Jackie! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that American tarts in as well. Oh God! <laughs> yes, Mr. Coyles is in the room. Chrissy, baby, how you doing, kid? Probably trying to keep warm now. Yeah, <laughs> it did look cold in DC, didn't it? Oh, did it? Well, welcome to, and I believe I'm correct in saying, episode twenty-seven. Yeah, episode twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Here we are. The Sunday chill. Hmm. This one, we're just going to free free ball it. Oh, yeah, Obviously, definitely. We had the events yesterday, you know. Uh, and once we get into the news, some quite uh, surprising coverage. Yeah. Which we, we were very happy to see. Really surprising coverage. Yeah. So who we got in? Oh, blimey, we got both in. We not only have that sexy beast bow... And who you call in a tart solo. <laughs> but we have the lovely Annette with us as well. Hello. Hello. Right, you going to do or shall I? Oh, you do. I'm still not well. <laughs> he, he's not. Bless him. He had a pit day yesterday. Oh, literally. Oh, I, I did not leave the couch, or, or should I call my pit, all day yesterday. <laughs> Honestly, I still feel as rough. This, whatever I've had, this virus... It's been nasty. It really has. And now you know why I haven't been round for a snog. Yeah. <laughs> so who we got in chat? We have Annette from the Vapory. We have Chris Doyle. Hiya, mate. Ben, lovely to see you. Uh, Hephaestus, good morning, sir. And I hope you have a good day. Jackie. Oh. <laughs> Mr. Hawks. Good evening to join us, mate. Um, Chris, I hope you're at least getting warm now, mate. Stuart, good afternoon. Tetley, always good Tetley. to see you, mate. Bo, and finally, our wondrous YTS. Timmy! Timmy! <laughs> oh, and saying that, Elsage just crept up in the back. And we've got Frank. Frank's just joined us as well. Yeah, and we've got... Um... L-S-I-D. L-Sid. L-Sid. And Kevin. And Kev Arnold. And Stuart. Oh, the whole piling in I there. Said Stuart. I said Stuart. Did you say Stuart? <laughs> I said Stuart. Said Can't Stu miss Stuart. said Stuart. <laughs> Don't forget Stuart. <laughs> How could I? How no. could you? How very dare you miss Stuart? <laughs> He's been sat there like a very good boy. <laughs> he's not the Messiah, he's a very naughty boy. Who's <laughs> that Welsh chart? <laughs> <laughs> Always remember, one day this will all be yours. What? The curtains? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I need to watch some more Monty Python. It's no good. It's been too long. <laughs> oh, oh, well, anyway, thank you to everybody that's in chat. 
for joining us. So, been a rough Bill, old week. Bill, Bill, hang on, hang on a second. Halt, halt the whole show. Bill wants to ask a question. Go on then, Tom. Dum, dum, dum. Dum, well, dep- dum. depends on what, Bill. Go on then, Bill. Ask the question. Boom, boom, boom. You put pressure on him, yeah? I know. <laughs> Stop it. Leave <laughs> Bill alone. Bill's lovely. How are you, Virgin? <laughs> you leave my badger alone, Chris. <laughs> I think he's right with the one finger typing. <laughs> Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Ogles. Uh, <sighs> Mr. Porter, sir. Stevie. Good afternoon. Hold on, hold on. You tell me off for calling Bo a sexy beast and then you introduce Stevie in that voice. He's nice. I like him. That was one step away from Barry White, that was. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Stevie, hi. (laughs) Jules is working. (laughs) No, looking all right, mate. How dare you, sir, Badger? No, no. It is, get, it is getting a bit out of hand, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a shave as well. Look, I'm actually growing a beard. Bless him. I think I might grow it for winter. No, we've seen what happens when you let it grow. Yeah, I, I ain't even had an haircut. I ain't had an haircut in so like about four weeks. Nice. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we are no longer the knights who say me. We are the knights who say eki, 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 fatang, zomboing. And we want shrubbery. <laughs> and we don't want one of the cheap shrubberies either. <laughs> See, you used the bedroom voice on Stevie and it worked. Ooh. It sent tingles down his spine. <laughs> I'm keeping my eye on you two buggers at next expo. <laughs> uh, I can just see you now. Some poor sod from China is not going to know what's hit him. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Give us a mod. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Oh boy, I don't know. Talk about bedside manner. <sighs> oh no! <laughs> oh, Rachel's dressing change didn't go well. Oh bless so yeah. She's back at the doctor's tomorrow. Mm. Honey, big extra huggles. <laughs> I don't remember that bit in the film. We demand a shrubbery with a too lovely fact and a little pass running down the middle. <laughs> I've cut your leg off. It's only a flesh wound. It's only a scratch. <laughs> oh, my, I really do have to watch that film again. I think Try I'm going to have to have a Monty Python uh, fest. It's no good. Well, try firstborn on it again because I think it blew his little mind. I, I tried to introduce him too early, so uh, 
Yeah, uh, not good. So I take it Eve's looking after you then, Rachel. Probably telling her off. <laughs> Both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we started it now. <laughs> we have a way. What are you going to bleed on me? <laughs> Come back here, I'll bite your kneecaps off. <laughs> Oh, a fish slap. No. <laughs> that be blew my mind. <laughs> uh, you can see what kind of chill-out show this is going to be, can't you? That's going to be one of them. <laughs> Another train wreck. <laughs> Another train wreck. Oh, it was awesome. Thursday was just so funny. It was so funny. I mean, everything was going wrong. We, we, we started off with VC going wrong. It just wouldn't let anybody log in whatsoever nope. so it was sort of like shit shit what we're gonna do what we're gonna do then chris came out with why don't we use uh, zoom ah that's a good idea we'll use zoom so we're all rushing around trying to work out how to work <laughs> zoom and then uh, bo couldn't work out how to get it on then we couldn't get it then all of a sudden vc worked and we was like yay and then the voice of god and then the voice of god <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it Thursday's show please watch it because for a train wreck it would be had me chuckling <laughs> especially the idea of the Israelites going why is God a scouser <laughs> oh, oh Bob oh, was shitting man. himself because he thought he'd broke it <laughs> Oh, it was awesome. Uh, it turned out brilliant. It really did. It was a cocking show. You know, it's bad. Well, sorry. It's good when I can watch the replay at work in an afternoon. Yeah. And I actually got told to shut up because they could hear me laughing down the corridor. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, oh. And I got more people agreeing that, uh, and it does look like Angelina. Yeah. Mm. Oh, too right. No. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Frank says, uh, sorry, Miss Lethal. He signed next to Lethal Signature. Uh, I did note the uh, little bit of video where Lethal sneaks up on Kent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like an SAS veteran, <laughs> and just sort of show Kent in his ear. Kent's like, "What the? Who the? You? Oh, it was, it was brilliant. But Lethal, thank you for the live updates, mate. I mean, Honestly, between all, all the streams, it was great. I like I said, I watched uh, Grimm's, I watched uh, Mike Vapes, because Mike Vapes put on, I think, roughly about an hour and a half's worth. And there mm. were some good speeches, really good speeches. I mean, there were, how many, there must have been about, what, 3,000 people there? There looked to be a couple of thousand. There yeah. was a lot of heads in those, some of those pan shots. Mm. I would imagine it looked fairly good when... Uh, Tango man flew over the top to go to his football match. Yeah. Hopefully he took text note. I, well, I, I, I tell you one thing, though. I, from 
from here over the pond, I am so proud of every single person that were there. I really am. It was awesome to see. It really was. Choked me up a bit, to be honest with you. I, it was fantastic. Mm. And to, uh, you know, that cry of we vote, we vote. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely perfect. And I think it was lovely. But I've got to admit, I never saw any aunties there. Which I was surprised. I thought there might have been some, at least some aunties. There was a Catholic college by all account who turned out. Um, and strangely enough, they've been given some media attention. But mm. uh, yes, they were there. So it, uh, it, was, it was a positive. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I would say is a lot of the media coverage, you know, you've got people blowing clouds and things in the pictures, which is fair enough, you know. Mm. But I did notice, it was funny, because everybody had said, don't bring your big cloud chuckers and all the rest of it. And every now and again on the pan shots, it was like, poof, 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 <laughs> poof. <laughs> <laughs> I just wished I were there. So did I, mate. I mean, if if that figure Ben's just given us four thousand five hundred as the stated figure, I think everybody deserves a, a bloody big round of applause for that many turning out. According to uh, Lethal, it's a five five k showed up in total. Four and a half five k. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a good turnout. It a really was. Well. A lot of these are guesstimates, aren't they? Mm. But, <clears throat> but truthfully, when I was watching it, honestly, I was sort of like, I was ch choked up a bit, to be honest with you. I really genuinely was. It was sort of like, yay. Oh, bless you. Mm. Well, it's sort of like something to be proud of. It really is. Even though we're oh, sort of like so far across the pond, it's sort of like, yeah, it's indirectly, it's still part of our family, isn't it? Oh, hell. Family doesn't stop at borders with vaping, does it? Exactly. It's a global thing, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, come on. There we are. Whoa, what are you looking for? I'm looking for the, the what have the Romans given us mashup. Okay. With Westminster. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Some, somebody who's going to hell and deserves a round of applause has taken footage of a debate in Westminster... Mm. And overlaid, uh, well, what did the Romans ever give us? Scene out of uh, Life of Brian on the yep. top. It, it's one of the funniest things I have seen in ages. It really is. I'm just trying to find a shareable link for it because it, it's superb. It really is. Um, so if you just bear with me, darling. Oh, I will bear, bear totally. No, it, is, it is the chill out Sunday show. <laughs> well, it is. This is this is the one where we don't have to rush too much. Yeah, we're not rushing anything at all. Right, I can't find any for just just the vid, but what I have found is this. by all accounts, Ben says you'll find it on his uh, wall. There we are. So if you go across to the poke, which is one of my favourite time waste time wasting sites. So while we're talking about news and things like that, have we got any news? 
Oh, yes, I have. Ooh, I have, my dear. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> I already know. <laughs> but you gave me it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, November the 8th, some, what, month and a half? Month and a half? Must be a month and a half after the rest of us worked it out. The CDC finally made announcements on the vaping crisis and the breakthrough culprit being vitamin E oil, vitamin E acetate. We were talking about this back in... Two months ago. I <laughs> mean, was it that long yeah. back? It was September, was it? Yeah, September. So, abs- why somebody at the C- CDC is not in court at this minute mm. for putting lives at risk, I have no idea. It was in a study released Friday in the Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report, which we mentioned before. Um, that CDC report is used in a number of purposes, not just mm. for the CDC, but also for Wall Street. And, uh, it was Wells Fargo that referred to it, yeah. wasn't it, in their mm. tobacco report? Mm. Um, so the new findings are significant because for the first time they've detected a potential toxin of concern. How the hell come a cannabis magazine managed not only to find out what it was, but also track where you could buy it in bulk yeah. and where it was coming into the country from? And but this the is CDC two months before so the CBC. Hmm. hmm. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Makes you certainly wonder, especially when they were saying, don't vape at all. Well, and yeah. They were, that was their advice. Now, it bugs me because uh, Shoe Chat has also pointed out the vitamin E acetate may be just one of many to- toxins fueling Ivali cases, which is the electronic vapor and, and lung injury cases. <laughs> Uh, 39 of which have proven fatal so far, uh, tested for other substances including plant oil, mineral oil, petroleum-based oil and MCT oil. So no other potential toxins were detected in testing conducted so far. Right, again, I will point this out, as have others for at least two months. Normal nicotine vaping is water-soluble. Does not require lipids to be able to dissolve anything. No. So why would there be oil in it? Mm. We're not looking at five years ago. Some of the cheap, the, the dodgier juices coming out of China were oil based. The, back in the day, I mean, going back, I mean, going back when two thousand and what, ten, two thousand eleven, when I first started vaping, they used to call it oil. China used to call it oil. It was never it oil wasn't. in it. There was never oil in it, but they used to so call it, it oil. it wasn't lipid based. No. It was just called oil. It was called, right. just called oil. I remember companies being called um, like e-cigarette and oil. Mm. And it's so like, no, you've got no oil in there. But the, China called it oil. So, um uh, so the call also included a report from uh, Jennifer Layden, MD, PhD, the uh, Chief Medical Officer and State Epidemiologist at Illinois Department of Health, who shared the results of an online public survey being conducted by the state. 
The poll targets Illinois residents who are currently using vape products but who haven't got sick mm. uh, in an effort to find the differences. Over 4,000 adults took the survey, which found, amongst other things, that if all the patients are two more time, uh, twice likely to report the exclusive use of THC-containing products and nine times more likely to obtain them from informal sources. Again, we've been saying this for two months on this channel. Mm. Grim's been saying it for two months on his. My vape's on his. Everyone There's has. a lot of voices telling him this info. Mm. So what makes it, and we found it by Google Foo. Yeah. So, uh, what again, why is nobody from the CDC in court? Well, they need to be. Because let's face it, if it was anything else... Oh, hell yeah. Well, let's be right. Something that doesn't even, that's not even caused by nicotine vaping hmm? has led to flavour bans. Yeah. So... Oh, it's totally corruption. Total corruption. It's got to be. It's see, got to be totally corrupt. Well, they've put people's lives at risk mm. by withholding what the issue is. Mm. Oh, there we are. Bill says it was found in the UK in July and stomped on. Mm. Two reasons. Non-infectious situations. The CDC's job is to document these things after the fact, not prevent them. <sighs> I think I, I, I would... Fair enough, but what about the FDA then? Mm. Because the FDA have been blaming us for as long. Yeah, but the FDA wasn't exactly um, forthcoming either, were they? Exactly. Mm. So, you know, it's a fair point. It was the perfect. As, as far as I'm concerned, it was a perfect storm for them. It was the opportunity. And they took full advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, and then it went too far. Mm. And it has gone way, way too far. The FDA may have switched to a correct path a month earlier, Diathin, but they haven't identified the vitamin in acetate, which, again, that information has been public knowledge for at least two months. Mm. There was a whole... There was an eight, nine-page spread in one of the cannabis magazines on it. Oh, God, yeah. It was a hell of a document. Paul sent me that from Australia. Mm. So it's not as if it's come from the UK, you know. Absolutely crazy. You know, uh, to say both both of these... Uh, oh, how would you put it? They're not committees, are they? They're... Uh, well, both, agencies. Well, both agency bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Both like, these agencies like, like, like must be protecting people's health. Like I said, it, is, it was a perfect storm. Perfect storm. Mm. And they took full advantage of it. Yeah. And I still reckon that it's got a way bigger than they were expecting. Mm. The hysteria that surrounded it is, is getting ridiculous. Mm. I mean, really. that's true. What uh, Cannabis is illegal federally, so the FDA can't touch it. No, but if you were wanting to have the same effects that they've had on vaping, mm. you know. Hello, Thomas. 
ANTs that cause murder with their mucking around. Um, yes. Yeah. No, no, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, you're not kidding. You're not kidding. And I mean, like the video we showed two weeks ago, you know, that made it very clear about where a lot of the funding comes for oh, these God, groups. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I mean, once you start well, actually digging deeper and working out who's related to what, in what way they're related, you can see where it's all coming from. Mm. Oh, there he is. I was waiting for the boy. <laughs> the, <laughs> honeycut problem. the honeycut problem was back in early December last year. Yeah. So there we are. So there's 12, 12 months there? Yeah, 12 months. Mm. And like Paul's just said, no one was listening. Yeah. So if that, was, if that was public knowledge, which it must have been, hmm. and what worries me more is there's articles showing that Honeycutt's still available on eBay. Really? Yeah, $758 for uh, a litre, I think it is. Really? Wow. So I, I would imagine he's probably not going to get that many uh, mm. positive Because I heard, I heard, I don't know if it's correct because I don't buy via them places, but for all accounts, Amazon and eBay, you can't buy um, anything to do with e-cigarettes. Uh, don't know about that because I've, I've managed to get stuff. Yeah, but recently, by all accounts, they're on about, they're either going to or they have stopped it. No, I hope not. Because that black tank I picked up, or you picked up at uh, the vape, I managed to get the the glass and some more coals. Mm. So I was well happy. Mm -hmm. And boy, she pumps. She pumps. She pumps. <laughs> what a fabulous little cloud chucker that is. Amazon US has blocked it for a long time. Yeah, the UK one hasn't. Mm. You can, as long as there's no nicotine in it, you can still purchase. Interesting. Now there, there is a strict uh, age, listen, uh, age group on it, so you have to have identification proving you are over eighteen when they drop the package off. But uh, and Jackie's got five liters of EG from eBay UK, so oh, must be just America then. Yeah, mm. intriguing. It's not like I, it's not a place I actually buy stuff from. So, no, I in Honeycutt. Uh, here we go. Vape advocate Lorian, aka Cerulean C, is found for sale on eBay. Um, the Twitter thread has caused anger and concern, especially at least one, but at least one sale of the deadly ingredient. A uh, number of people, including Sarah Jakes, former chair of the new Nicotine Alliance, has uh, contacted eBay or the seller directly. At the time of writing, there's no reply from the seller nor eBay uh, about removing the cutting agent from sale. Um, See you later, Lethal. Have a good day, kiddo. She said worry consumers shouldn't worry about vitamin E products in general, as most were safe to ingest or use as skin cream. Ingesting. Hmm. So, anyway. Sorry, I just found the article that told me where what was happening on eBay. Mm. That was all. I knew I'd seen it. So, the DC Vape Rally. Um, 
So according to ESIG Click, reports on social media estimates are about 4,000 who made the trip. Awesome. That's what awesome. they're saying. I just hmm? said awesome. <laughs> In a statement before the event, uh, Greg Connolly, spokesman for the rally organisers, the UVA, said we're fed up of being demonised, fed up of misinformation guiding public policy, fed up of our elected officials refusing to listen to us, and we are fed up with having to fight for our right to a healthier life. The UVA will continue to educate the 13 million plus consumers and their families on which politicians refuse to acknowledge truths and facts about vapor products. 2020 will be the year when the politicians on both sides of the aisle will realize we vape, we vote. Yes. Can't fault that. Hmm? Can't fault that. I'll I tell mean, you one thing, it was, it was quite interesting watching a lot of the people that was actually speaking on the rally. Hmm. It really was. It was sort of like, it, yeah, there were sort of like some, I won't say famous people, but people that we know that were talking, but there was a lot that were people that I'd not, never even heard of before. And it was nice to hear their stories as well. Yeah. And I think that's what we needed. You needed the, the average Joe to be up on stage. Hmm. You know, Great to see Grim there. Great to see my vapes there. I'd have loved to have seen a lot more businesses there. Mm. I mean, there was there was a lot of business owners that were speaking, um, but the the known media faces, you know, you would expect them to be there, mm. which sounds a bit harsh, but yeah. No, no, no. I I totally agree with you. I I think seeing Joe Public on the stage will probably have more impact. With the politicians to think, oh God, yeah, how many more of these guys are sat in my constituency? Yeah, mm. yeah, Bill, it was good to hear yeah. from the nurse in emergency care. The one that blew me away was the um, there was a lady who was speaking in the afternoon, and she started going on about religion and things, and there was. I don't know, some of the stuff she talked about, I didn't think possibly it was the right forum. However, freedom of speech is marked yeah, me correct. It, it is, though. I mean, I mean, yeah, she started going on about the Christian bit, and to be honest with you, I can't see the point of that bit. Was it necessary? Not really, but she's passionate, and yeah. One of them oh, she was passionate. Mm. Can't fault her for that. She was passionate. I mean, the other thing is, that was a, a representation of the vapor in America. It was, you know, obviously it's not all of them. Hmm. But when you see you into the thousands turning up for something like that, a lot of who travelled by air, you know, Chris, ten hours, it was brilliant. It was absolutely amazing, and maybe, just maybe, it'll give them some food, food for thought. I do think it interesting the timing of the CDC coughing up about uh, the vitamin E oil mm. being around the same time. A shame Trump was at his uh, football match. Mm. Uh, bit of very cl clever media marketing there, though, because you've got the vapors who have appeared on like NBC, etc. Um, and we were. We were very pleased to see that article, weren't we, mate? It's um, basically they've uh, packaged it in with could, could Trump's re-election go up in a puff of smoke? 
vapors say, watch out. Mm. Washington, they're here, they vape, and they'll vote for you out of office if you come for their unicorn poop flavored juice. Is that a thing? Not that I'm aware of, but... Probably is. Anything's possible. <laughs> so as the Trump administration prepared to rule out new rules, um, in response to the alarming rise in teenage e-cigarette use and health concerns, it's still not very balanced, is it? Mm. Just want to put some the dire things just put. Showing mm. the, that religious people are involved has a value in our political climate. I, w I would agree with that, mm. because if you look at a lot of the anti-groups, you know, the, there are a number of religious groups who have embraced the anti-vape. Uh, vape. Yeah, it's interesting, though. Yeah, I mean, Dyer, fair enough. It obviously sounds like you're in America, mate. We're not. Mm. The UK is a very different beast to America oh, and totally. vice versa. So we can only dis discuss it from our viewpoint as it were mm. um by no means are we experts on america because we we don't we, live we, there we're, day not, day. We're, we're not from there yeah so we can only base in the same way i wouldn't expect you to know what a uk pit village is like and then exactly you arrived you know um and i will always i will always stand down to those with more knowledge than me quite happily you know it's just a bit difficult on cam, that's all. <laughs> Night lab words. Sleep well. Oh, Paul's going to Benny Buys now. It's probably better. Oh, they are. Less optimistic on Utah. People from Mormon communities know that they getting these licenses is going to be very, very challenging. Yeah, um, Utah, though, did... At one point, it looked like Utah were going to just take the straight anti-vape, anti-vape. And then mm. they showed a lot of common sense, I thought. Mm. Where they went, were going after the THC products rather than the vape. So, And also, they was, they, weren't they going to do it so that you could only buy vape stuff from a vape shop? Yes, which is which very has, similar. Still, it's harsh, and it's probably the harshest way of doing it, but I still say that is the route that they need to go down. Well, by all accounts, that's the model that Trump's going to be going for, isn't it? Well, I hope so. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's, it's not perfect yet. by any means of the imagination, but out of a bad deal, I think that is the best deal on the table. Oh, yeah, compared to what, what was mm. looked like it was coming, because mm. it looked like an all-out ban. Yeah. See, Whether... if, they, if, they, if, they, if they can control um, the e-shops... Mm. Then they can start working out, right, how are these kids getting hold of it in the first place? Because that, that's yeah. where they need to be, actually. It is illegal for an under 18-year-old person in the United States to have an e-cigarette. So they need to be tackling that side of it. Now, doesn't that fluctuate state to state? Well, whatever age it is, mm. if it's 18 or 21, I think they're trying to bring the 21 in anyway, aren't they? Mm. which I still think 21's wrong, me personally. I, I don't agree with the 21. There we go. Utah's linking it to something that in your system would probably be a tobacconist licence. Yeah, mm. I think um, that's that's the system they run in Scotland. Um, but normally, as Gail said time and time again, if it starts in Scotland, nine times out of ten, it comes over the border to us. Yeah. 
uh, Scotland do appear to be the testing ground for a lot of political ideas. Mm. Um, some online sales shops make you send a photo of your ID and yourself to make sure you're old enough. Yeah, fair enough, um, but you can always black. Mm. You know, there's always room for for that sort of system. There's always a way of getting Iris. around it. It's 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 a hard uh, it's a hard one to which way do you go? It really is hard because obviously you've got to appease the people that are saying right you've got a child epidemic going off at the present moment even though we know you haven't we know you haven't but we've got to appease it and how mm. do you appease that and the only way that logical solution is literally. The only place that you can get anything to do with uh, e-cigarettes is from a shop. Yeah. A dedicated but shop. That's an interesting one from Dieting. In some states, they already have such a scheme, and there's something like 30% of the counties that simply refuse to issue licenses. That is always going to be a risk. Yeah. Any, anything that's government <clears throat> or body-ruled. But the thing is, though, with the 21, that annoys me because you can still buy cigarettes at 18. Yeah. Crazy, isn't it? Absolutely crazy. You can go off and fight for your country. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Mick. I, I, I would... Uh, I'd dispute that one, actually. Which we don't seem that? to have any trouble with team vaping here in the UK. It's not as vis it's not as evident as it used to be. No. When the when the jewels first came out, I mean, just on our little estate, there was uh, you could see them all sort of crowding round, crowding round one kid, and then all of a sudden a little puff had come up. But that that was very short lived. And even the ones that it doesn't matter what walk of life you're going to get, you're going to get kids that are going to try somewhere. Oh yeah, let's, let's be right. They're, been, they're all going to try it. Yeah, the ones that I know about, most of them are not even having nicotine in them. Mm. It's just a, a, a thing. No, yeah. Russ says you don't see uh, any young people vaping in my area. No, I mean to be honest, most of the vapors we see around Donny, and again, Mark's mentioned this previously, they tend to be the sort of the forties to fifties. Yeah, they do. They're our age. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot younger in in, in Retford in the, when I go and visit my local B&M there. But again, you know, you're still talking mid-20s. Uh, mm. Very rare you see anybody that hasn't got the mark of a harassed parent walking into the vape shop. Mick's from Gainsborough. He's on the up road. Good lad. Hey, <laughs> hey old Mick. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's literally about eight miles from me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> road. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in fact, I believe Gainsborough's got their own TVS as well. Yeah, they have, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a TVS there. Good lad. Go for it, Mick. Get that shameless oh, plug in. Shameless plug there, Mixed Taxis. So if you need a taxi in Gainsborough, head over to Mixed Taxis. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good to know, Mick, because there are there's a rather nice theatre over in Gainsborough, which <clears> firstborn <throat> uh, likes to go to. So, can I have a mixed taxis? 
So what we're seeing, uh, we're seeing here that Salome kids vaping with no nick. It's a cool trendy fad that will die out soon as the next thing comes along. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Very true. Ah, uh, mix a 10% off member in TVS. Awesome. <laughs> we know TVS very, very well. It's a small world, isn't it? It is. It's ace. I love that way. It's a small world. Mm. So, Tiberius, group of kids in school uniform smoking at the bus station and only one in the group vaping. He was obviously the intelligent one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, the more, the more the government in the US are saying, vaping's bad for you, vaping's bad for you, vaping's bad for you, what's going to happen? The teenagers are going to be like, yeah, I'm having some of that. Yeah, of course they are. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. Gordon Bennett. It used to be I mean, back when we started smoking and it was sixteen. It was it was the big one, you know. Can you get older six? Yeah. That was it. Instant god status if you were under sixteen, weren't it? Throwing throwing the bum fluff to get older the special brew from the the, that dodgy offie that everybody knew about, yeah. Me personally, I don't care what what country you're from. I think you've got bigger fish to fry than worrying about your kids blooming having a vape. Too right. You really have. I mean, when you think about it, there is. I mean, nowadays, I mean, kids. I mean, just bullying alone. The state of bullying because of social media now. It's so like that is an epidemic. That is more serious than blooming a kid vaping. I can't help thinking we dealt, we dealt with it in the right way, though, back in the day. It's Let's be right. Mm. It, it was a pecking order thing. You know, somebody had a pop at you, mm. it ended it up out. in fisticuffs. Yeah. Yeah. And if it didn't end up in fisticuffs, it went on. Oh, God, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm not promoting the use of violence or anything to, to sort it out, but the old way sometimes worked. Yeah. You know, people tended to watch what they say if they suddenly found their nose had been spread across their face. Mm. But, I mean, <laughs> you think about it, what's going off with youth at the present moment, they're a bigger fish to fry. And more serious problems in society than mm. a kid having a vape. Yep. Like prescription drugs, mm. guns, mass shootings, fentanyl, as dire things just said, you know, the opiate crisis... Mm. That should be getting the, the the attention. I mean, if they was really worried about the children, that's where there would be so like the big the big things. This mm. is a tiny little thing that, that they they can gripe and shout about and not really have to do anything. <laughs> you ain't kidding. But it's true, isn't it? I mean, you've got all these bloody footballers' wives. That they oh think of the children and really they don't have to do anything. Yeah. They just but it oh, looks good. Oh, but you look, aren't we looking after our children? Yeah. Yeah. All right. The fact she's getting off her tits on uh, smarty flavored vodka. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> no. no. Adults don't like flavors, do they? Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean cocktail menus are going to get banned? Yeah, I wonder. Mm. All, the, all these cocktail bars. Chris, are we boring you that much? <laughs> Needs coffee. Bless. <laughs> oh, bless him. He needs a coffee. 
Oh. Yeah. Tobacco-free kids. It's one of the biggest promoters to get kids vape. Yeah. To get kids vaping, yeah. And then Bill's put... It makes me laugh. Tobacco for kids was about stopping kids smoking. Vaping does that, so they hate vaping. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's totally ironic, though, isn't it, when you think about it. They've been hounding us and hounding us for years to stop smoking. Mm. And because well, we stop it. smoking, but not the way that they want us to stop smoking, they don't like it. And that's as yeah, simple as it is. Because we're doing yeah, it a different way. We're not going out and buying patches and gums mm. and stuff from Big Pharma. Um, right, we'll start to wrap this up because... Um, there's a bit more news on China getting tough on smoking. Uh, it may be the spiritual of things of all things vape, but the government holds the tobacco monopoly throughout China. Um, Wave bye uh, to Jackie. She's got to nip to Tesco's. Bye, Jackie. <laughs> now, I didn't realise, but apparently there's about 40% of the world's tobacco comes from China. Mm-hmm. I never realised this. Um so it's a lot of cash to lose if vaping takes hold in the country. There's an estimated 350 million smokers. So Chinese uh, actors have been fined for being caught smoking in public places, and there's little doubt vapors in China will also eventually get fined. Mm. Uh, so, according to my uh, Chinese friend, one mm. of her friends has got six months. Oh, mama. Mm-hmm. For vaping. For vaping in public, yep, six months. So but the, smokes... the best thing about it is, though, they are not allowed to sell to themselves, but they can sell abroad. Still abroad is fine. Crazy, absolutely crazy. Right, and vape adverts on London Tube. Pro-vaping advocates appear uh, could appear on the London Underground if the current mayor, Sadiq Khan, listens to the NNA. Mm-hmm. London buses have already carried similar adverts within the can be in the latest company involved with this year's Stoptober campaign. And last month, uh, London Assembly member, Ankar Saota, uh, was told during mirror, mayoral questions, teething, <laughs> that transport for London... Transport for London was currently reviewing its policy towards vaping adverts. Interesting. And the NNA has now got involved, urging Khan to allow such adverts. In a letter, they say, state, while it's disappointing that a ban on advertising vaping products is in place on the tube, we are encouraged that this policy is wisely being reviewed. In a comprehensive report, the highly respected Royal College of Physicians advised that organisations should promote e-cigarettes widely as a substitute for smoking and that smokers should be reassured that these products can help them to quit. Mm. Prohibition of advertising has the opposite damaging effect to the RCP's advice, so we hope you can fast-track the review to allow positive messages on the London Underground that would benefit the uh, vaping products could del- of the benefits of vaping products could deliver to your smoking passengers. Interesting given the conversations being held in Scotland. Right. Now, there's there's probably two types of advertising. Mm. There's the, um, how can you put it, the educational advertising, 
and yeah, then there's and then the promotion advertising and i think that's mm. the route that the nna are going down it's the more the um educational, ed educational side of mm. advertising which yeah i'm definitely all for yeah totally oh no you stood up on stage you yeah. were dead brave i was dead brave <laughs> Yeah, I was dead brave. <laughs> Put your big boy pants on and yeah. everything, didn't you? Go ahead. <laughs> dead brave, me. Oh, so, and that, that's pretty much it for the news, dear boy. We've got one more news. One more news. One more one news. news. CNN. CNN. Oh, yeah, we, we have. How could I forget this? Mark uh, sent me the link for this, and it was it's from CNN Health, and apparently more vapors are making their own juice, but not without risks, which I'm finding difficult to see. But anyway, if you look in chat, the link's there. So, and it, it mentions our favorite lady, mm -hmm. Danielle Jones. Who sits at a dining room table, according to the caption, studying the recipe for nerd life vape juice. Uh, she supplies she's all, the supplies she's ordered online are array before her, a plastic jug of unflavoured nicotine, a baker's scale, and a bottle of uh, artificial flavours that combined promise to recreate the fruity taste of nerds' rope candy. And it goes into uh, a little bit of background. I mean, Stanton Glantz, you knew they were going to mention him. Oh, God. The quote, the quote from him is, to have people mixing their own e-cigarette liquid is crazy. These are very toxic chemicals. Stanton, wind your neck in. <laughs> yeah. There's hundreds of us in the UK doing it, mate. Mm. I'm not seeing a sudden outbreak of psoriasis or people dropping dead from forgetting to put their gloves on. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, they're going to be bringing that, you know, one drop of nicotine onto your skin. That's it. You're going to be poisoned. Uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, the, the Dr. Michael Seeger, a professor of community health sciences at Boston, said many people are able to make vaping liquids safely at home by seeking advice from other vapors and following a few safety measures, such as wearing gloves and goggles. Yes, we would. Um, Siegel worries, however, about the risk of contaminated products as some people use the ban as an opportunity to make their own concoctions cheaply and sell them on the black market. Yeah, yes, it's a possibility. However, uh, as he's already said, we seek advice from other vapors. Mm. And let's be right, you've got somebody with a knowledge of how to mix. Nine times out of ten, they will help you. And that's, what, this, that, this, that's the beauty about this community. That's what it's based on. And that's this why e-cigarettes have become so popular, because we are a community that wants to help each other. Uh, it is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But, I mean, there uh, is so much help out there. It's unbelievable. And this is it. Once people have mixed up two or three batteries, and everybody, your first batch is always cack, oh, yeah, no matter of what. It is. But eventually, you get to the point where you can mix quite easily and safely a batch of quite reasonable e-juice. Hmm. 
Yeah. See, you know, see, see what I, I'm. <clears throat> you, you can see this little pattern happening. What they're going to do now is demonise DIY. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It is I, coming. I guarantee you now. DIY is going to get demonised and it's going to be dangerous and you don't know what you're going to be doing. And yeah, you can see it happening. Even no. though that people have been DIYing ever since I've been vaping. Moving down further down into the article. Here it is this thing. Poison control centres have received 3,583 calls about exposure to e-cigarette devices and liquid nicotine so far this year. As of September 30th, according to the American Association of Poison Control Centers, 50% of calls are for children of five years or younger. Mm. Right, so 1,500 people out of a population of millions. Mm. That's probably less than 1%. Oh, God, yeah. And Rachel's right. back. Wave. <laughs> oh... I, th I think all the signs of what you were just talking about are there in this article. Hmm. It's coming. They will be going after it. Oh, yeah, they already are. They are going after it because they know that that's what's coming, that's what's on the horizon. People are going to say, right, this is how you work DIY. <laughs> Even though that people have been doing it for yonks, for years. Uh, what kills me is Danielle's as Bill said, Danielle's comment. Uh, next comes the nicotine, which resembles a doll-sized plastic jug of gasoline. As she peels off the seal, a little of it gets on her fingers. But that doesn't worry her. This is the same as my commercially available product, and I get that on my fingers all the time. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. It's... I get worried when they're using... Danielle, who's a very well-respected member of the vape community, yeah. For this is this is like a sugar-coated poison article, mm. because you can see, as you said, you can see where this one's going to go straight off. Because Danielle's bit is at the very start and the very end, yeah. And in between, you get the poison from Gantz and all the rest of them. Yeah. Crazy. Hey, Chris. <laughs> Oh, Stuna! Mouth hugs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there we are, 270 million in the States. Yeah. So 1,500 compared to 270 million. Yeah. 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 It's not exactly... Uh, in, terms of, in terms of one incident, yeah, that's important to the person that lives it. Yeah, and God forbid anybody does get hurt by nicotine, etc. But if you're careful with it and give it the proper respect it deserves, you won't get those calls to the poison attendant. Mm. Yeah. I, God, my kids are 16 and 18, and I don't just leave stuff lying around. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like what uh, Danielle said on Twitter. The article was going forward either way. She did what she could to affect it. No, and fair enough. Yeah. And Paul's had the same problem with a lot of the articles that mm. he's done in, in uh, Australia. Mm. Um, I mean, if the reporter has got an agenda or wants to make it 
their way, their point of view. They will do it, no matter who, who actually the interview. Mm. I mean, I can see the benefits to this because it does get the message about DIY out there. Mm. And you, you've got to take the rough with the smooth. You really do. But uh... See, the problem that I feel for is the people that are thinking about going from smoking to vaping. Mm. And they're reading all this, and it's all like, oh, you have to do what? I mean, it's it's hard enough to convince a smoker to switch from smoking to vaping. Oh, you need a battery, you need a tank, you need to put the juice in the tank. There's a lot to learn just by getting one of these devices, even something simple as this, mm. to get a, a, someone that just opens a packet of cigarettes, pulls a cigarette out, lights it, and smoke it, and that's it done. There's a little bit more. There's a bit of an education uh, yep. behind it. So you need that five minute prime and yeah, and all that kind of thing. And you have to change the coil. You have to fill it up. You have to charge a battery, which is a hassle to certain smokers. Mm. So it's hard enough getting them onto the actual vaping in the first place. Then to start saying, oh yeah, and you've also got to make your own juices as well. Oh yeah. It's so. Like, However. I mean, Tomac's just raised a lovely one here. For anyone wanting to get into DIY, I advise using bottle shots first. Definitely. Because you just get used to the overall process. Yeah. But there are major benefits to DIY because I can be a picky bugger with my flavours. Mm. If I DIY, I get what I want. Mm. You know, the, the prune juice special. It's not going to sell to the thousands, so people aren't going to make it. But hell, I can make it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Prune juice. You know what I mean? It was it was an extreme example, dear boy. But... No, I was thinking, hmm, prune juice. Interesting. <laughs> I was actually thinking Fig Newton. I'm just wondering Ooh. if somebody's somebody's got a recipe for that. That'd be fabulous. Oh, a fig and date. Ooh. That'd be actually Ooh. quite nice, that. Fig and date juice. Fig and date with a bit of cinnamon in it. Ooh. Yes. Oh, that'd be nice, that. Mm. <laughs> copyright. <laughs> we'll copyright that. Tells from the own copyrighted. <laughs> Rumi's just made a really good point here. Media scaremongering causes a lot of calls to poison control. Very true. Yeah. Very true. And a lot of the, uh, and dire things replied. A lot of these calls end up with people going to the doctor and being told they're fine. Poison control calls are always a scare tactic. Mm. Um, and Bruni's just agreed with you why pods are so popular. You finish your pod, you throw it away and attach a new one. Yeah. Yeah. And now I think we're, we're move, we seem to be moving away from the pod. It's the AIO, isn't it? The AIO now. Which um, I'm, gl I'm glad. Mm. I was never a big fan. I mean, don't get me wrong. Pods have got their own place. I was never a fan of pods, but AIOs, I don't mind. Well, I think it sort of closes that gap as well, because when a lot of people buy a pod to come off the fags, mm. yeah, you've got that tight drawer and all the rest of it. But you can get that with a lot of the AIOs now. Mm. And six months down the line, you're not having to look at get, going back into the the. the the hassle of trying to find a, a device that suits you again because if your AIO does you just knock the strength of your nicotine down 
and you open up the airflow a bit, you know, if you want to. I've just got to say, Chris, afternoon fellas, sorry I'm late, had to fix the oven which blew up last night and nearly burnt the house down. Oh my God. I know. All right, Chris, whose fault was it, yours or Rachel's? Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Mind saying that, I don't think Eve would have let uh, Rachel anywhere near the opening, so. <laughs> so what's Tuna on? Uh, oh, no, it's Chris vaping the Dreamer Ardent combo with some blueberry cornbread. Very nice. And Chris, that's Ace, that one. Convincing Mum to try giving up the stinkies. We are setting her up with an old Nord for her now. Awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, and Dire Things just said AIOs are a better starter device. I agree completely. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally yeah. agree. Oh, there you go. It was a short in the plug socket. Ooh, not good. Not good. Voker, how you doing, dude? Happy Sunday. It is. It's always happy on a Sunday. <laughs> it is. It is. Sunday chill out with tails. <laughs> <laughs> so, one final, final, final bit of non-vaping news. Non-vaping. I came across a very interesting article from Screen Rant. And those of us who are Doctor Who fans, and there are some, so everybody will stop pulling faces now. <laughs> we <laughs> we were told that there wouldn't be the usual Christmas special again for Doctor Who again. And rumours have started to abound that this may not be the case. Now you expect to see this. You know, you always see rumours. We've seen rumours on what the latest Star Wars uh, story is and various people guessing as to where certain characters are going to come in and out. But this article actually takes it and spins it into a, a very interesting read. Thank you. It would appear that... Uh, I get coffee. <laughs> yeah, you do. I've got chai. <laughs> chai in my... Chai? Bit chai. Chai. Bit chai. That's very nice. So last year, um, the Doctor's Christmas special, if you will, came out on New Year's Day. Mm. And there's a very strong argument in this article that some of these rumours may actually be true. Because of the way that season 11 was received... To announce the Christmas special as normal back in June may have been, actually been detrimental to the series because there was a lot of flack about the amount of PC. Um, there was a lot of criticism over the way the storylines were going. It was shit. I was being politically correct. Here, I'm being I am being politically correct. It was shit. <laughs> Some of the storylines were awful. Yeah. They really were. However, I did enjoy the Dalek one. Mm. I, th I thought I liked the idea of the Dalek Scout. I did. Mm. But uh, 
what they are suggesting in the article is that what we may see is an announcement from the Beeb in the next few weeks and possibly another New Year's Day episode. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Which... See, to be honest with you, I don't mind her as a doctor. It was the rest of them that I couldn't be doing. I think the writing needs a serious shake-up as oh, well. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, it was so, like, so PC, it was unreal. Mark Gattis need to get him back in. Definitely. I think the advantage of him is not only is he an actor, but he's a lifelong Who fan, and he's also a bloody good scriptwriter, to be mm. honest. You know, um, whether it happens, I don't know. But I just thought it was a very thought-provoking article, uh, and the idea being that if they did it with only like three, four weeks to go, then people there's less time for the hate mongers to get mm. together and, and start. But I mean, I've also out. heard that Jody doesn't want to do another one. Another series or a... another series. That would be interesting. Mm. How would you get around that? Very interesting. Norm normally the regeneration takes part, takes place in the festive episode. Yeah, normally. Yeah, either either way, sick. it needs a serious shake-up because it's just gone downhill. It really has. Well, Jodie, I don't mind her. I actually don't mind her one bit. I think she could actually be a really good doctor. Mm. Give, her, give her the right material to work with, I think it could be. But the last season, she couldn't make up her mind up what type of doctor she was. Be fair. It, That's all it, down to writing. It's all down to writing. It's not down it to her acting. It's down to writing. It's down and to I think writing. The, I think the companions were a waste of space. But when you look at the first series of Capaldi's Doctor, compared to the later series, mm. they had the same issue. Mm. Because he was all over the place for the yeah. first series. Yeah, he was. But if you notice, it, it doesn't matter from new new Doctor Who to even old Doctor Who, the first few episodes, they're always a bit, hoo-ha, don't know who I am anyway. Mm. And Capaldi kind of settled into the type of Doctor Who he was going to be. Whereas Jodie, she keeps on swapping backwards and forwards to different styles of Doctor. But again, as you say, I think we're looking at the writing here mm. it's, to, it's to do with writing it's not to do with her acting I get Gattis back in um, you know who I would really really love to see write an episode for her to see if you could get the best out of her um, Geezer who did never mind Gamain mm. I would love to see him write an episode I'd like Poor Russell T, uh, T. Davis to get back in. I don't think that's going to happen. I know it's not going to happen, but I'd like him to just do at least a couple just to get it back on to some sort of uh, level. Yeah, I, I I can fully embrace the idea of a female doctor. I have no problem with that. Yeah. None at all. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, come on, it worked for Master. Oh, did it? Missy was brilliant. And Missy was absolutely ace. She she just brilliant. Loved it. I mean, it, it worked because there was a theme going through. Yeah. And when you have the two masters side by side, mm. that worked as well because the differences in the characters were yeah. obvious. But there was always that theme of madness and, and yeah. untrustworthiness running through it. It was fab. Oh, Missy was ace. I mean, Capaldi, a lot of people didn't like. I know, I don't think you were too much. I of wasn't a big fan, fan of Capaldi. I, th- I thought Capaldi's, compared to the other two, I actually, I'm starting to edge my bets on the Cabaldi Doctor rather than the Matt Smith one. I love Matt Smith. Oh, I love Matt Smith. I thought Matt Smith was brilliant. Mm. But we'd seen the sort of adventurer from uh, David Tennant. Mm. Yeah? Matt Smith was the in-between point. He he was the, the young body with the old eyes, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got Capaldi. It was, it was difficult to work out what Capaldi was because at the start he was very angry. Mm. He was very Tom Bakerish. Yeah, I'd go with that. Mm. He was very because Tom Baker could be really quite funny and happy go lucky. The next minute he so like sinister, a bit, a bit scary. Mm. And he was, he was because obviously he had that pounding voice as well, mm. but he had that. Uh, almost sinister uh, feel, but he had always had that little twinkle in his eye. And that's what I loved about Capaldi. Yeah. I mean, the the idea of the sonic sunglasses, I thought that was genius. Yeah. You know, let's be right, he's been waving a screwdriver around for a couple of centuries. Why not a pair of sunglasses? Mm. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, I, I loved the one with the, it was the final, the regeneration regener- episode. Where the original Doctor goes, browser history. What's that? <laughs> Woo! No! <laughs> Matt Smith had great writers. He and did. you know the big difference between Matt Smith and Tennant's uh, Doctors compared to Capaldi's and Jodie Whittaker's, the background music. Also, Matt Smith had the long storyline. You yeah, had, you, obviously you had your, your little episodes, you had each episode, but in the background was that long story. Yeah. And I thought that the long story in the background was very, very clever. Right from the start, when first Matt Smith started with the silence, it was that long story and it carried on for a long time. Oh, yeah. Well, they did it with Capaldi. Hmm. Uh, where you'd and they managed to work through as well the idea of the cracking time and Gallifrey, you know. Mm. I mean, they were superb. I enjoy, I really enjoyed it. The idea that he was locked inside the confessional, yeah, and then manages to break his way through to Gallifrey, which I thought was brilliant. Mm. Absolutely, fun. Really loved it. And the and the Clara storyline that ran all the way through, yeah. I mean, he kept, the Clark, the Impossible Girl storyline ran literally from Matt Smith right through Capaldi. Yeah, it did, yeah. You know, it was absolutely great. Matt Smith also had the fez. 
Fez is cool. <laughs> there was just something. I, I, I think we all went all a bit gooey um, for David Tennant. David Tennant was the gooey one. Everyone, everyone liked him, especially the girls. Hmm. They really did, and he did take that. He, he he brought in that more emotional, especially with Rose. Mm. I mean, oh, I mean, there was tears in this house <laughs> with them two, especially on uh, uh, Dalek Bay and that lot. Oh, it's oh Bad like, Wolf Bay, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. But even before that, when they got split up into the two dimensions and, and things like that, it was so like, there was very much emotional uh, ties with David Tennant. Mm. And there, there was with Matt Smith. Mm. You know, the regeneration where you've got Amy Pond as a little girl going up the stairs yeah. and then adult Amy coming down and oh, just yeah. saying, come on, raggedy man. Yeah. yeah. That was a proper art puller. I mean... And, and, yet, <clears throat> and yet Capaldi, on his own, that final be kind oh, stage. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. I'd, I'd not made my mind up about Capaldi right up to that point, mm. but when he delivered that final speech... Mm. All their hairs, well, what little hair there is, was standing upright. <laughs> yeah, Capaldi's got to play with the car. That was brilliant because it, it made him more relatable. And the question whether the sofa they go, you well, she was. Yeah, she was. She was a Dalek. Can't remember Just, eggs, 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 eggs. Yeah, Where'd she get eggs from? <laughs> she was. I mean that that was a bloody good episode. Oh yeah, that was a brilliant episode. See, couldn't connect with Capaldi. I wonder whether it's because he was the older older doctor again. But I still love that that one one bit I did love about the Capaldi bit was when Matt Smith's doctor phones are in the past to the future. Yeah, and it's just, that guy's just as scared as I am now. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was almost like the stamp, wasn't it? That was the hand in the baton over. Yeah. That, that was brilliant. Yeah. I think the problem with Capaldi was because he'd already been in this series with David Tennant when he was the Pompeii, I think that kind of unhinged it. Yeah, but Amy had been in Doctor Who previously. She was one of the mm -hmm. uh, seers in Pompeii. Yes, you are. Um, and but it Agatha... wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, she might have been what she she turned in one at Stones uh, people, wasn't she? Yeah, she was one of the seers. She yeah. was the redheaded seer. Yeah, but um, she didn't play a major part. Whereas. Capaldi did. He had a yeah more of a speaking mm. bit, but um, I mean Agatha Freeman. Mm. She was uh, she was in earlier episodes before she became oh, yeah. the companion. Yeah. In fact, if you go back through some of the older doctors, oh god, you can yeah, I, even um, Colin Baker. Colin mm. Baker was a centurion. No. Yeah, he was. No, right. Yeah, going. I mean, we were going back way back yeah, yeah. before he became Doctor Who. Yeah, he was a centurion, and he was a nasty one as well. Mm, he was such a nasty, mean man. 
<laughs> See, Capaldi, I don't think of him as angry. I think he had the attack eyebrows, but I don't think he was angry. I think it was more a case of didn't suffer fools. He was and angry. He was an when you're as doctor. old as wise, there's nothing wrong with an angry doctor. No, no, I mean, let's face it, Hartnell was. Hmm. But when you go back, yeah, look at look at us now. At our age. At our age. Yeah, we are tickling the scrotum of fifty, aren't we? Might be. <laughs> Can you put up with idiots any better than you used to be able to? No, can't be doing with idiots. Exactly. <laughs> and these days, nine times out of ten, with with I we've either done it or know somebody that's done it. Mm. When somebody's talking about something and spouting cack, mm. so you got two choices: you either walk away. Yeah, just think though. I mean, we we're not two thousand years old though, are we? Or our whatever doctor who is now. <laughs> well, that's where I was going with this. <laughs> Multiply that up by forty, and imagine how you'd be. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, what's her face, Leela? The warrior woman assistant. Yes. Oh, that's the one that ended up on EastEnders, didn't you? Hmm. Hmm. I love how you frown. I love your frown. Has anyone noticed BFG's frown? Why am I frown? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. I'm a little gremlin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> when we did it, it never made social media. True. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is blooming true. It's, it's yeah. a good job because some of us would be looking at time, but. <laughs> yeah, you're not <laughs> I just hope, hope they do something with Doctor O. I really do. I mean, it's. It's such a brilliant, I mean, uh, genre, full stop, the whole show. I just hope they don't kill it. I really do. If they're not careful, it's going to head that way. Yeah. Because it's all about the numbers. Oh, yeah. What doesn't help is when the BBC keep on changing the times. Mm. It's a Saturday show. Yeah. It's a Saturday evening show. Mm. They've already shown movie to a Sunday and it's going to affect the figures. Yeah, of course it does. But the yeah. problem is you've got things like, uh, what's it, Strictly Dancing and all that, aren't you? And they just take bigger audiences. Why? <laughs> That's a discussion for another uh, series. <laughs> oh, there we are. We make we make Doctor Who more sexy. Yeah, make him more sexy. <laughs> well, we're getting that way, <laughs> weren't it? Because we mean, Tennant was snogging everything. Now, there's an interesting one from Tiberius, and a thought that's run through my head a couple of times. Tom Ellis, who plays Lucifer as the Doctor, that would work. Mm, yeah, that would work. Yep. That would work so well. Bit of a charmer. Yeah. Then we could really take the piss out of Adam. <laughs> what do you desire, Time Lord? <laughs> oh no, no, just no, 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 no. no. Sorry, <laughs> Annette. Yeah, hmm. yeah. 
I'd like to see a blue-haired doctor. Yeah. <laughs> He's always wanted to be ginger, though, hasn't he? Yeah. He's never been ginger. <laughs> Bo's just asked, why? <laughs> nah, I'm going to be the doctor. Because if you turned up in the TARDIS in a restricted military place, looking as you do now, Bo, the first thing you're going to do is shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> it would be an awesome sense of humour, but they're immediately going to think, oh, my God. <laughs> you're six foot six, for God's sakes. <laughs> Built like a brick wall. <laughs> do you know something? That would have been good, even if they'd have got it on the... Um... Audio books, the uh, War Doctor. The audio books have, do have a, a War Doctor. Do they? Do they have it? Yeah, yeah, they do have a uh, War Doctor story arc, which it would be good. Mm. I think on the on the audio books, <laughs> there's loads of them. Well, they've got. Uh, of course, you'd what? fit in the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. Getting out <laughs> might be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, McGann. Oh, McGann's he's, brilliant. He's got some great adventures on the, the audio books. Yeah, I've got quite a lot of McGann's on audio book, and he would have made a brilliant Doctor, as in live-action Doctor. He would have really done it. He were good. Now, there was a touch of innocence to him. Yeah. Out of all of them, um, Cumberbatch. Yeah, it would have to be an unlimited budget. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he would be a good Doctor. But saying that, if he became Doctor, he'd be also Sherlock. Mm. It would it would be difficult, wouldn't it? Mm. It would be the perfect Doctor if he'd not done Sherlock. Graham Norton. Graham Norton? Imagine Graham Norton as the Doctor. Graham camp Norton. It up. He's the camp guy on that chat show. Yeah, yeah. Give it some seriously fabulous clothes, yeah? Camping it into everything, and all of a sudden, just imagine the hissy fit he could deliver. No. Yes, no. it'd be fabulous. We'd have a pink TARDIS. No, it'd be blue. <laughs> Sonic handbag. <laughs> Sonic handbag. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, so, who would you, on a serious note, who would you like to see as the Doctor? One I would have loved to have seen as a Doctor. If we, if we're talking unlimited budgets, Robin Williams. Oh God, yeah. That sort of manic energy. Mm. Um, Elba. Twilight and Julian Clary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the scathing. No. <laughs> Eddie Izzard. Yeah, that'd be another good one. Because he's a that'd good little fun. actor, he is. He's a brilliant actor. Billy Connolly. I mean... <laughs> a younger Billy, yeah. <laughs> oh! 
So you think so? <laughs> <laughs> Daleks <Tom> worry me. <laughs> <laughs> you, Pepper Pot, fuck off. <laughs> oh, God, it... No, Eddie, Eddie Redmayne, yeah? Hmm? Rowan Atkins, yeah. <laughs> what, as in the Children of Need, Children in Need special? <laughs> uh, oh, I'm trying to think who would make... You know who would make an absolutely brilliant... What's his face out of the professionals? Martin... Martin... Play Bodie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know you're on about... A bit old now, though. But all the better. Did you see the uh, the BBC series where he played the Exorcist? No. Oh, that was a good series. Was that a good series? That was a proper good series. Talk about going into crisis of faith and things. Martin Shaw. That's Martin it. Martin Shaw. He would make a brilliant, grumpy old doctor. DWJ, afternoon. Finally catching the solo. I'm invisible, obviously. Obviously, you're <laughs> invisible. <laughs> Nobody loves me. Yes, that's the boy, Martin Shaw, as in Judge John Deed. Yeah. Nah, he's a bit old, him now. Nah, I could see that working. Yeah, but he's holding tooth. You know who would make the... Morgan oh. Freeman. <laughs> no, that'd have to be God. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't boast God. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, true, my son. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, bless you, DWG. <laughs> Sorry, bud, I can see you and good afternoon. Bless you, sir. Yeah, um... No, Hugh Laurie Steve, would be a good Stephen doctor. Stephen Fry. Yeah, no, Hugh Laurie. Stephen Fry. In his younger days, yeah. No, I can see Stephen Fry pulling it off now. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> I love the way you swiftly sidestepped that one. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy. Ooh. I think it'd be a bit too serious. Don't you think it calls for it, though? We've we've had adventurer. We've had grumpy and kind. We've had, we've had, had PC. Hmm. I mean, when you look at it, there's parallels between the previous Doctors from the classic series in nearly all of them. Rachel says, Chris had the same suggestion. Look, obviously Chris is a very intelligent and handsome yeah. chap. Tom Hardy <laughs> would be pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it... And this is going to get me some booze from our uh, American viewers. Do, there's something about Doctor Who that is particularly British. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he... yeah, he's got to be British. I, I, I don't think an American actor. Saying that, though, Captain Jack, 
That worked. Yeah, Lou, Hugh Laurie in house mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Laurie. Yeah. There's a lot of Hugh Laurie fans in. Yeah, I like Hugh Laurie in house. I think house is brilliant. No buffet today. Oh, to be honest, I think we're both sort of... Do you want a buffet? Do you, would you like a buffet? We can do a buffet. No fielding, God, not to who. Yeah, I could go with that. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you vaping on? Um, well, I've got the Plex on top of the... Yeah, all right, we're bored now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right there, that. son. Seen that before. <laughs> No, you haven't seen the Plex before. Oh, oh go on then, show us your Plex. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what else you on? Spatty Blotto. And finally... You don't even know what it is. <laughs> Odan on top of the VK Flash. Ooh. <laughs> and in those, respectively, I have Coconut Custard. I has... I've got more than you have. Yeah, <laughs> so that's pineapple and coconut. I've got another batch though. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair. <laughs> and finally, I'm on. Blimey, it's the vape dodo. Don't. The extinct, and it's prophecy, which is the pear and brown sugar. Oh, it was nice that one. It's uh, really nice. Yes, I'm enjoying that. So, come on, what are you sucking on, you young man? Uh, what am I sucking on? Okay, um, Zeus X on the Hex. Uh, in that, I have got vintage um, raspberry sherbet. Are you not finished that? No, I've still got just a tiny little bit left there. I'll Try some, harder. I'll be having some more. I keep on ordering that one. It's quite nice. Uh, I have got the double up from Go for Vapes on the MVV. In that, I have got double drip. What is it? Fizzy cherry cola bottles. Yeah, nice. And I'm also on the um, Eternal RDA with the Deja Vu D7. In that, I've got the last tiny little bit of my uh, pineapple and coconut from. Uh, Vape Duty Free. Review will be coming up with that soon. So there you go. Yes. That, that's all I'm on. Well, Bill's just ordered the coconut milk version of that. Ooh. You know, the, uh... ooh, 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 ooh. I've got a question. Look at me. Getting posh here. Tuna, what is your favourite food? Ooh, that, that, that's very uh, open-aired, isn't it? What's my favourite food? All. I love all food. <laughs> you do have a bit of a sweet tooth, but the, yeah. the diabetes is a bit... Yeah, the diabetes can knock that in the head. What's your favourite food? Are you savoury or sweet? I would go for... of flatbread, covered in toasted pine nuts, and a little bit of cheese. Snob. No, that 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 is my favourite <laughs> munchie. If it's Sunday though, Yorkshire pudding. Yeah. Oh, I love all sorts of food. It's a bit of a bit of a wide scope that one. I'm afraid uh, tuna. Very wide. Rich, 
Now that's an interesting choice. What's that? Richard Ioide. Or Ioide. You know the guy that was in the IT crowd. Okay. The guy, the the uh, the geezer with the glasses. Hmm. Yeah, him. As him Doctor with the Who. big bouffant hair. Yeah. No, I don't like him. There's that something a bit creepy. Something a bit creepy about him, especially with them HSBC adverts. <laughs> a bit creepy about him. Mm. See, biscuit's gone the right way. He's gone for lasagna. Um, oh bless! My else, we got Tiberius. He's got a pineapple lemonade and fizz sensation. Oh, he's got a pineapple lemonade and the fizz sensation hits the throat quite harsh. Ooh. Hmm. I haven't had much luck with these sherbetty sort of fizz flavours. Hmm. Have you? No. Mm. I've never had one that really makes it fizz fizz. Yeah, but they tend to stay, it's almost like got an acidic mm. hit to it, hasn't it? But Bruni's just asked, whatever happened to Poms loving fish and chips? <laughs> God, I ain't had fish and chips in ages. Last week. Did I? No, I did. Oh, you did. Was he? Come on. Timmy's just yeah. put chicken tikka dance out with nan bread. Oh, nice choice. I'm kind. I'm kind of a homely person. I love me stew and dumplings. Do you like your dumplings, dear? Oh, I like my dumplings. Do you like your dumplings firm or fluffy? Oh, I like them both, actually. Firm <laughs> yes. and fluffy. But I love um, shepherd's pie and things like that. I'm a very traditionally type of person. I always remember when we was in Greece. Uh, we'd gone to uh, one of the Greek islands, uh, Kefalonia, and mm. we'd stay there for a fortnight. And obviously, you try everything. Excuse me. Go, go for it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you, you go for the whole Greek-style mm. foods and everything. And then halfway through the second week, we were sat in the taverna next to the pool, and this person walked by... With chips, eggs, and peas, and it was so like both me and Jan just looked and went, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we found out where exactly where they was getting that from. <laughs> so yeah, fair enough. Biscuit, if you like yogurt flavour e-liquids, the Umboy Apricot the yogurt e-liquid, it is to die for. It's honestly, it's, it's like skiing your tank. It's awesome stuff. That's Rachel. And Bo made a carrot and sweet potato soup with a bit of chilli. Nice. Mm. Well, I did, uh, I did mac cheese with a little bit of fresh jalapeno chopped through it mm. and then served it up with some um, chorizo <laughs> cooking sausage yesterday. And that worked, that worked well. Suet dumplings. Oh. oh. Yeah, I'm I'm very old. I'm very traditional type of person, me. When it comes to dinners, see now if I'm making a pie, I tend to use a suet crust. Mm, you got to. It's nice. Too right, especially mm. if it's meat and potato pie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm saying that since since this uh, whatever's been going off with me, I haven't been eating that greatly anyway. So I know you've gone skinny. 
Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> well, there's, there's less of you to love, young man. <laughs> Reno, and Reno, thank you. Yes, we've got the our little poppy for today. Yeah. Come on, then. What? How much do you know about the history of it? History of Remembrance. what? Remembrance Sunday. How much of the history do I know? Mm. In, in what respect? When it started. When did it start? Oh, let me go on then. It's the year after, so it was 1919. 19, yeah. It started by uh, King George V. Fugglescale. Yeah. And it became a national thing to have a minute silence at 11 o'clock in order mm. to remember the, the glorious dead, as they put it. On the 11th and, day of the 11th hour. Yep. Um, now, what they've done since is it's actually remembering World War One, World War Two, Falklands, mm. the Gulf conflicts, Afghanistan, basically anybody that's fallen in military service, it's their day. Yeah. Which is why I think it remains relevant no matter what. Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. Um, I don't know if some of you saw the story about the, the guy from Instagram who was saying that learning about World War Two was... Wasn't uh, harmful for to children's mental health. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, the um, my thoughts on that are we it's history for a reason. Mm. Yeah, we learn from our mistakes, and if you don't learn what your mistakes are, you ain't going to learn the lesson. Mm. So just a little little uh, useless bit of information for you, all the way up until I was. Uh, how old was I? About 16. I was in the ATCs, which is the Air Training Corps at Bortray, which was part of uh, RAF Finlay. And uh, I used to do the uh, last post every year. Because I can play the flugelhorn. Well, could at the time. That sounds like you can do something sexual to a hobbit. <laughs> mm, it's amazing what I can do with a hobbit. I say. Right size for me. <laughs> Good afternoon, Gailey Bops. <sighs> Why is 1919 got? Well, it's 1918. Reno's in the ATCs. Awesome. I was in the 2008 squadron and I became a sergeant. Dear Lord. Yes. I was brilliant. It was not like the ATCs now, it was old fashioned ATCs. <clears throat> when I was R. there. Well, we, it was RAF Bortry, which was still part of RAF Finnally, which is now if, mm. uh, Robin Hood Airport now. Nice one. There you go. So, yeah. Looks like Bo was in as well, 2275 Walton. Awesome. My God. What have you started? <laughs> I love the ATCs. Loving brilliant. I must admit, there always seemed to be something a lot more manly about it than the Scouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Mind saying that, we used to get to go away on summer camps with the Girl Guide. That's ah. when you were with brownies, wasn't it? Oi! <laughs> I have never been a brownie young man, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> well, not in public, anyway. <laughs> Easy, easy. 
should have been at the parade today. For some reason, we all got told not to go. It's been delayed until tomorrow. Oh, very odd. Well, tomorrow's the actual day, isn't it? So. Mm, yeah, officially. I mean, we always used to do the uh, Remembrance March with the Scouts and, and St George's Day. That was the big one around mm. us. Yeah. That's a funny one, that one. We celebrate St Patrick's Day, but we don't really celebrate St George's Day. No, we go on the piss on St. Patrick's Day. It's the same thing. <laughs> I wouldn't call it celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but we make a bigger fuss over St. Patrick's Day than we do our own St. George's Day. It because, only because the Yanks make a big fuss of it. Why? It, it, right. The Irish, yeah? They oh, yeah, I see what you mean now. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. No, no, I'm on about in this country. We don't... <clears throat> we wouldn't if the Americans didn't. Mm. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, St George was Greek. Was he Greek? I'm sure he was Greek. I know he fought a dragon. I do that every morning. <laughs> Let's have a look at St George. Yeah, he's Greek. Hmm. He was a Cappadocian soldier. Bo says he's actually Syrian. Cool. Mm. But either way, mm. he's about as un-English as you can get. Well, just like the monarchy, isn't it, really? Well, yeah, true. <laughs> because they're all Germans. <laughs> well, apart from Prince Philip, who is Greek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince Philip is Greek, isn't he? Yeah. No, I mean... And, and both quite correct. St George's Day has been hijacked by the right-wing loonies. I think the sooner we lo lose the, the stigma of being uh, a patriot and all that right-wing malarkey with the racism, etc., the better. Mm. I think we should celebrate all... I mean, we are a united, na uh, united kingdom. We should celebrate all of them. Hmm. Oh, too right. It's interesting. England, Ethiopia, Georgia and Catalonia and several other nation states, cities, universities, professions and organisations all claim St George as their patron. Really? Hmm. Cool. So that's interesting. England, so he's the English saint, he's the Ethiopian saint. That's cool. Hmm. I like that idea. Love a little bit of history. It's educational here. Education. <laughs> mm. And Graham, St George's Day is his birthday. Good lad. Nice one. Well, it's Rachel's as well. Is it? Yeah. St George was Roman. Yeah, he was a soldier of Rome, mm. but he was actually uh, a Cappadocian Greek. So, interesting. Awesome. Yes, it, it's a sad thing, isn't it? Do you remember the good old days where we used to sit in the pub and somebody used to tell you a fact and you would have to accept it as correct? Mm. And these days, you're having a conversation in the pub, you say something as a fact and somebody goes, I'll Google that. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
education worst eight years of your life oh god taught me some of my best life lessons really did I tell you one thing I wish I was as curious now back then oh god yeah I'd have been a genius I know I would have been too um... uh, my, my lifestyle's gone completely the wrong way I should be not giving a care in the world now but no I, I love lo the amount of stuff that I love reading so um, the Tony Robinson of vape <laughs> that Bruni is probably the biggest compliment you could play this, pay this boy <laughs> my nickname at school was Baldrick <laughs> it was better than mine mate uh, I remember, have a cunning plan <laughs> remember the monster from Carry On Screaming yeah yeah that was my nickname Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, Tiberius. Smartphones have killed off the art of deba debate in the pub. Yeah. They've mainly killed off the art of conversation as well, I think. Oh, the amount of people. It's unbelievable. You, you go into rest restaurants and uh, amaze me now. Me and Jen will go into a restaurant or we'll go into a cafe or something like that and we'll be having a, a general conversation. You look round and there's couples and all they're doing is that. Mm. They're not talking to each other. It's just that. I find that amazing that people are like that now. And it's in pubs as well. Yeah. It's, it's weird. I still miss, and it's one thing I haven't seen in years, group of lads sat around the table and all of a sudden they'll all pull out their own packet of darts and the game's on. I haven't seen that in ages. Mm. That's why so I love what we do on a Sunday, because basically this this is what, besides not having the pint, it's like going mm. to points on, on, you know, after your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, if we were, we'd be around pool table. Yeah, yeah well, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go with that biscuit. Vaping is an amazing attractor of conversations, because I've found vapors are far more likely to talk to each other than smokers mm. ever were. Yeah. Went out with my friends and we have a rule. Phones in the middle of the table. First to lift buys another round. Like it. <laughs> I like that, girl. <laughs> Back in the 70s, it worked car keys, love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I say. <laughs> Does it matter whose phone you lift up, Gailey? Yeah. Because I'd have to put a really obscene screensaver picture yeah. on. <laughs> Tiberius says me and my best mate would talk for hours about who's the hardest, the alien, the predator, and the Terminator. Oh, definitely. Right. If the Terminator was so advanced, how come he had a stupid Austrian accent? Centurionians. Mm. Mm. Oh. 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 Oh, Matron. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yes, those Centrinian films, given the tender age I was when I first saw them, were, were a bit of an eye-opener. Oh, yeah, too right. <laughs> Afternoon, Cloudy. <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> I thought you'd be going all Budweiser. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Could be worse. Could we start doing the quote in the frog? No. 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 
Tiberius says, because the guy who programmed the Terminator had one. Uh-huh. The guy who programmed the Terminator was a computer. He shouldn't yeah. have had an accent. Yeah, but he had to blend in. Oh, yeah, so you're sending somebody that sounds like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sounds like an Austrian into the middle of the state. Yeah. Mm. Talking about food before and I'm starving. Now. Oh, bless you. <laughs> Well, hopefully Annette's got something nice for your own mate. Yeah. Most definitely. Oh, you've been busy as well. <laughs> well, he's been he's had little floods of customers, so Oh, that's good. Remember the Bud advert. Remember it, we were there. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> we were there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> There was a deleted scene where the Arnie was an American and the guy in the suits had Arnie voices. Yeah, it's been a good day. Good stuff. Awesome. I still miss that I hope it's chips advert. I put it up after the last retro toy thing, but I loved it. (laughs) Will it be mushrooms? Friday and rings. You'll have to wait wait and see. see. Oh, (laughs) it's chips. It's chips. See, that's that's how exciting it was in the 80s. We yeah. wanted those chips. <laughs> exactly. That, that, that's, that, that was our life, that. Uh, Proper chips and all. None of this oven. I think malarkey. they were oven chips. No. You sure? Yeah, because the, the advert was for Bird's, house, bird's Eye um, beef, beef Grills. So it were a proper chip pan job. Reno's just turned around and said, oh, yeah, I remember you, you are old people. <laughs> We're the ones that are supposed to have the dodgy memory, kid. <laughs> oh, I miss the Hamlet that... advert. <laughs> yeah, I remember him. We... Yeah, the comb over, man. <laughs> In fact, I might be able to find that. Hold on. And Grumpy was the secret lemonade drinker. Oh, what an advert that was. Oh, what? Oh, what? I've been trying to give it up, but it's one of those nights. Oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. The ones I really miss, and they were superb, and, and Gail will probably remember these, the Iron Brew adverts. Oh, the proper Iron Brew They weren't so long ago, but the ones, you know, where it was like Iron Brew helps you get through the day. Mm. And there was a, what do you want to call the the Wayne? Fanny. <laughs> I was a fanny. My ma was a fanny. My grandma was a fanny. <laughs> All right, enough. Nice name. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a brilliant one with a pushing bra. Uh, uh, made in Scotland by Girders. Push it bra, iron bro. Doesn't help when I've got the sound coming on from. Uh... Ah, what? That's interesting. What's that? Well, I've just put push up bra iron brew, and all I'm getting is push up bra adverts. There, there we are. That's the one we wanted. <laughs> this is very tongue in cheek, dear boy. Very tongue in cheek.
Where would we be without Google? <laughs> oh, the amount of stuff I can find. Cloudy's doing that out. Yeah, he is. <laughs> eyebrow What's dance. That? The eyebrow dance. <laughs> Who's doing the eyebrow you? dance? <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit harsh. <laughs> if you want to giggle, check out the, that Iron Brew advert because where she asked for the, the, the group hug at the end. <laughs> Super. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Uh, I used to love the I uh, Tango adverts. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Let's look at that replay. <laughs> Oh, he comes in from the side. He comes in from the side. Round the back, round the... Oh, and he's a cheeky one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You probably couldn't do that now with political correctness and all that lot. Well, they banned... Technically, that advert is brilliant, mate. <laughs> oh, I don't believe it. I found it. What? I found the one that got banned. There we are. The original Tango Man. Oh, they were ace, they were. They were so funny. <laughs> well, it got banned because we were all in all in schoolyard. We were in school playground doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then going... <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh can you imagine that uh, the Yorkie bars now you couldn't do that what Yorkie's not for girls oh god, <laughs> god no. no you can't do that no oh. uh, I quite like that iron brew one Oh, the fight! Did you ever see the fiery iron brew advert? Probably. <laughs> Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Accrington Stanley. Who are they? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the best milk adverts ever. I mean, is there any other advert that sticks in your mind? Because the York, uh, not the Yorkie, the Texan bar does for me. The flake. Oh, the, the yeah, the, the flake. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey. oh, yeah the flake. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, she was so crumbly <laughs> and flaky as chocolate. <laughs> the uh, the link I just put up is for the fiery iron brew, and that's the one that got banned. And that, that is funny. All these old dears trying this fiery iron brew. <laughs> we used to have real adverts, though. What, no. do you remember? The, there was the... Uh, flake ads were a 12-year-old boy's porn. In two right, what? Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't flaky chocolate you were thinking. <laughs> Chocolate. No. Do you remember those uh, those old bra adverts they used to have on in seventies as well? They used to stick them on on a Sunday tea time. It'd be some busty lass 
running in with Gypsy, I think it was a Triumph or something like that, bra. And she's just there with, with boulders out, you know. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, fabulous. fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rachel's gone to sort out dinner. See you later, love. Have a nice one. I'm trying to think what it was. Sorry, I still haven't got over... Um, I watched Trading Places... Uh, yesterday, and I still haven't got over that at the moment. I've still got that image in my head. Which bit? Which bit? <laughs> which bit? Trading places, which bit? It's got to be the bit where he nicks the whole salmon. No. no. <laughs> um, hmm. With Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, yes, I know. Well, you might not, but they didn't know. <laughs> I've still got that in my, in my head at the present moment. Oh, man. Uh, the flake advert theme was the second thing Tiberius learned to play on the guitar. The Top Gun anthem was first. You mean playing with the boys wasn't on there? <laughs> Come on, the most... Per- most- People learn uh, smoke on the water with a guitar. I'm crap with guitars. <laughs> I, I just do not have the hand-eye coordination to play. Oh, bless you. I'm crap. And I've got big sausage fingers. It don't make chords easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it's four o'clock. Already? Already. It's four o'clock. I can't believe it. I'll blend those iron brew adverts, mate. <laughs> I'm just wondering, what's your play text? Oh, you're on about cross your heart bras. Yeah. <laughs> cross your heart bras. I remember them. <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable, you know. You, you got there you were, Sunday afternoon. You've just finished the football, yeah? You're waiting for uh, Follyfoot to come on. Mm. And all of a sudden, there's this bra out there. <laughs> and now what do we get now? Tenor lady. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same, is it? It's not the same. Mind saying that, have you seen that new Tenor lady, the black, the black plant panty edition? Yeah. Because the lady they've got advertising knows is... Oh. <laughs> I don't care if she smells away. No. <laughs> there we are. Catch you all later. I'm going to jump into Lethal's live if you were winding down. We are winding down. We are about to cease. Finish. We End. are. No more. We are. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to go and tart it with Chris, you go on then, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> you know where we stand here. Yeah. yeah. Use this and abuse this. Mm. Cheeky. Mm. <laughs> right, well, again, thank you to everybody who's turned up this afternoon. Yeah, it's definitely. It's such a gig, all this. Oh, I, I always enjoy it, especially when we go on to the retro stuff. Oh, I God, yeah. It. Well, it's been oh, a bit really of a do. chill out one today, hasn't it? Well, you've not been in a fit state, and I'm still just not. So. I can't get <laughs> it. It's been going on two months now. Two months. Be thankful you're not a dog. I'd have shot you by now. Yeah, 
definitely. Here, Shep. Here. Come on, boy. Boom. <laughs> it was a good. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm going to wrap this one up. Thanks ever so much, everybody in chat. You've been wonderful. It's, it's nice. I love our Sunday chill house. It, it's awesome. So from me and Steve, we'll see you all on Thursday evening at 7pm on the home service with Chris E. Baby. I'm sure we'll be talking more about the uh, DC. DC Road, yeah. And Bruni's just put an interesting one on. Heads up, the Korean vape industry are having their own vape protest rally. Awesome. Bruni, if you could actually send us some more information about that one, that would be absolutely brilliant. Either message me or uh, Steve. Uh, with any more information, that would be awesome. Then we can yeah, we'll, we'll... let people know about that one. Yeah, definitely. Right. Well, like we said, thank you for joining us. We'll see you Thursday. Hopefully, you've got some reviews up, up this week. I certainly have. So what we got? Oh, you'll what have to wait and see. To? You'll have to wait and see. No, you tease. Oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> is that Thursday? Yes, it's, it is Thursday, 7 p.m., so, Thursday at 7. Aye. Thursday on the 7. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheers, Bruni. Cheers, All right, buddy. dudes. Right. Well, I think we should say it, shall we? Okie dokie. Bye. I don't remember 70s boobs being that pointy. <laughs> <laughs>